You know, I always thought that I would live in space uh, or at least work there. But I just, we only have made it as, as, as far as the clouds. But if when I was a kid, someone was like, what are you, what are you gonna do for a living when you're old? Well, I'm gonna work in the cloud. I would have been like, like the Rocketeer? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the same thing. Rocketeer spent a lot of time with his face in the mud. Mr. Golden. The Rocketeer did spend a lot of time with his face in the mud. Well, coming at you from handsome headquarters here in sunny Los Angeles, California. This is your evening handsome. I'm Lee Golden, Lee Sanger Golden to be specific, and I'm joined remotely in the cloud by Hondro Wayne Ambrose. Evening handsome. Evening handsome. <laughs> So, um, we got a lot in store tonight. We got a jam-packed agenda. We have three trying trivials. Oh. And, um, the, you know, I as we always do, there is a sporting trivial, a pop trivial, and also a historical. So, we stay grounded in our, our roots, our American heritage, specifically. American oh, history. my. Oh I feel like I'm about to get on a ride. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, how have you been? How have you been doing? How's the brood? Beam me up, indeed, Mister Scott. Ah, uh, it's the brood. The brood's broody. Uh, it's good. We're you know we're, we're surviving. You know, as many people are, many people in in the western states are uh, experiencing the uh, the the poor air quality. Yes. Um, and and that has been hard being trapped inside with the munchkins mm. um and not but, seeing a blue sky that's what's been freaking me out yeah like a blue sky although you know you live in long beach so you know your normal day is basically you know not good right yeah we are a very polluted area yeah you guys have a bad bad aqi but uh, uh other than that uh you know pretty good how about you sir how's how's life as a new fresh homeowner does it still Life have is, new home smell it does and that is the smell of acrid smoke coming from the uh <laughs> the out of doors uh finally got the presidential collection back into one place so it's been a long time like you know my my presidential archives have been spread far and wide like in storage units and and uh in closets and in boxes and various different places um, but today they finally came together. All of my books, all of my clippings, my entire insanity about the Kennedy assassination stuff that all like, I was like, you know, before I like, you know, went on the, the great adventure that was leaving California and then eventually coming back, I was kind of like, Oh, do I want to keep all, I'm sick of all this Kennedy shit. And I'm so glad I kept it. Cause I, it was really nice to, to go through it all today and be like, Oh, this guy's full of shit. That guy's full of shit. This book is uh, horrible, crazy, whatever. This book's pretty good. Um, yeah, so, but, you know, I'm happy. I solved that case, moved on. Other things, there's new things to solve. Q, got to get to the bottom of him. And we're working on it. We're working on it. And <laughs> yeah. We'll see. And we'll see. A lot of people are saying that. A lot of people are saying that. We're looking into it. We're looking and into it. And we'll see. And we'll we see. can't commit anything, but people are saying that. And those people like me. 
So what's been going on in the news that's been uh, delighting or troubling you? Delighting or and troubling and are troubling me. Yeah. Um, you know, I I try not to read about what uh, our dear leaders said on this, <laughs> but that's hard because he gets more free press uh, than any any man has mm-hmm. ever deserved, and mm-hmm. uh, and and that's hard. That's 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 what we confront. Um, I said, uh, you know, I was reading about uh, uh, I was reading about. Um, Low GWP refrigerants. Now, this seems like a not exciting thing for you, probably, but you know that there's this thing called um, climate change. You might have heard of it. Um, I I thought that it already changed. It, it we keep did. talking about and, climate change, and I'm like, I thought it were we already changed because uh, well, we're on fire over here. <laughs> well, people so, are saying that, and we're looking into it. Yeah, but and we'll see. Yeah, I've heard about this this changing in the climate. Um, yeah. And I heard that once it gets warmer, coronavirus will go away. So is, is Hondro, is climate change good? Will, here, okay, let me reframe. Will climate change stop coronavirus if and only the right wing will admit that it exists? Do you, do you want like a fun answer or like a serious answer? I want an answer. Oh, okay. Do not wait for the translation. Answer me now. <laughs> <laughs> Plumber or Lloyd? Plumber or Lloyd? Oh, we went deep down that plumbing uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I can't. I, I know, but I can always I can always go back for more plumber or Lloyd. We realized that Maya has not seen the third back to the future. She has not experienced Clint Eastwood's greatest <laughs> film yeah. that he had never made. But no, really, and we I was like, what? And she's like, and she, so anyway, we just, it's, we have a huge, huge gap. <laughs> yeah. You got to get in, got to get in that. Uh, Amelia wasn't really raised with the BTTF. So that is kind of um, something I've tried to nurture in her. We have gone to the way I've gotten her into back to the future. Cause so many, I feel like every other girl I've known in my life just grew up. Yeah. Back to the future. Yeah. Marty. Like basically it seemed like every girl in America of around our age, like it, it almost seemed like they dated Marty. Like it was just sort of part of their life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, whereas with Amelia, uh, uh, she was just never raised with. I think she saw one of them on a bus. So she doesn't have any of that built-in nostalgia. That being said, we went to the uh, Gamble house, a.k.a. Doc Brown's house, and we had a nice breakfast a couple before the coronavirus really hit hard. Um, but things were still in lockdown. We went over to this beautiful house, the Gamble house, uh, that was used in... Um, the Back to Future pictures to portray uh, Doc Brown's house before he or someone or somehow it gets burnt down. Uh, and he uh, just has the garage uh, next to Burger King left, which to me sounds like pretty good existence. I love my garage. It's kind of my favorite part of my house. I love Burger Libyans. King. The Libyans. And the Libyans. So I, I was looking, looking this up the other day. One of, you know, here's the thing. I don't want to just come out and say, let's just do a Back to the Future podcast. But I feel like every episode, that's just what I want to talk about. Hey, we and should do this. Let's just do a Back to the Future <laughs> podcast. Let's do where, it. Where's my fucking hub? Ladies, okay. Coming at you from Handsome Headquarters. From the guys that brought you Morning Handsome and Evening Handsome. And yours truly, the E-Mopra. You're listening to Where's My Fucking Hoverboard with Hanji and Lee. How you doing, Hanji? Where's your hoverboard? 
Where's my fucking hoverboard? <laughs> Where's exactly, my Leon, fucking hoverboard? <laughs> I've been well, it's great to have to you. Talk about thank you. It's been good to be back. Mm-hmm. We've had some great guests uh, on on the past here. On where's my fucking hoverboard? We've had Jules and Vern on the show on the program, and uh, but tonight it's just you and me. Jules it's- and Vern, they left me <laughs> breathless. Oh man! So anyway, uh, we were talking about the Libyans, and one of the Libyan guys, I think he's also the Native American gentleman who's in the gang at the beginning of Indiana Jones and the last crusade. And his character is called half breed in the credits for that motion picture. As though Sean Conray wrote the credits. Like it's in my, I need $10 million to do this movie. And I get to name all of the side characters, racist names. And they're like, uh, we really want to, he's like, listen, every other term is negotiable except that one. You can pay me zero dollars, but I still have to be able to name the characters ethnic slurs in the scrolling credits at the end. They're like, wait, okay, wait, fine. Wait, wait, let me let me let me help you out with the sound of Sean Connery's response. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so anyway, th- that guy is like Italian or something, and he plays a Libyan and a half Native American. Um, Somewhere between Sonny and Cher. <laughs> a gypsy, a tramp, and a thief. That guy. We'll be right back on Where the Fuck is My Hoverboard? Where's my hoverboard? Brought to you by Self-Inflating Shoes. Brought to you by Self-Inflating Shoes. At Jaws 19. Jaws in 3D. In Polygon. And we're back in Back to the Future 1. 2. Back to the Future 3. You're listening to Where's My Fucking Hoverboard? So anyway. Um, yeah, so we went to the Gamble House, which is where they filmed, and we had a nice breakfast, and we drank coffee, and we talked to the social distance, talked to the docent of Doc Brown's house. And, docent uh, of Doc Brown. And then, we, and then we were like, still had about... <laughs> exactly. We still had about half a cup of coffee and half a tank of gas, so I was like, Let's go to Marty's. So we drove out wait, wait, wait. to. So definitely the docent at that house is like the most interesting man, right? He's like, have you not heard of the tale? It's, it the is tale. Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> she, she was Ricardo Montalban. And she wore the it, chest plate. She wore- yeah. <laughs> it, it's, you know what? It's so nice to find something. She wore a chest plate. Yeah, exactly. We <laughs> shot her. We shot her. The second we were like a woman working in a museum. <laughs> We were so upset that we just <laughs> shot her with the Colt Peacemaker that Doc, for some reason, always had. Just in case I end up in a Western. <laughs> I got this gun. Um, so can we talk about Mary Steen Virgin in that movie for a minute? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, okay, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Actually, I don't want to. No, She's still can't. alive. Isn't she married to Ted Danson or something? She was like 20 when that movie came out, and she looks like, <laughs> well, she looks like she Richard was... Nixon's mom. I think she's very they... beautiful. But she, she also like she's so old in that movie, really. She was young. She was like in her thirties. Yeah, she's like she was like all right. No way. And she looked like oh yeah, that chick like she's definitely fucking down if she's fucking doc. Yeah, you're but, like oh. But yeah. I believe it. I believe that like she's like just nerdy enough. Like you know, you see you see you see Clara from <laughs> from across the way. You're like Clara seems hot, and then you go talk to her, and she's like, I like Jules Verne. You're like okay, I like fucking. <laughs> I don't know. I like sci-fi too, woman, but I don't need you to be into it. 
you're listening to Where's My Fucking Overboard. Now we're sexist. Um, heavy. So anyway, yeah, so then we went to Marty's you're house. You're listening to Where's My Fucking Overboard. Tonight, hoverboards. Hoverboards. Yeah, so we went to Marty's, and uh, obviously we've been to the courthouse because it's on the on the tour, the Universal tour. Oh, is that your hoverboard? That's the closest you got. Closest I got is that hoverboard. I do have like a thousand miles on it, but anyway. wow. So you went. So you went on the high adventure. This was a while yeah. ago, though, when you did this whole thing. Before yeah, the, this was this before was the lockdown, ago. before the empire, before the dark times. Before the dark times, Christopher Lloyd's more machine now than man. My favorite Martian. Mm. And he and he married um, John Cusack in Adam's Family Values. He's had a storied career. Storied I mean, career. Like the like the thing is like you know you you're hey, I guess he's a quote movie star unquote and the, the like <laughs> tale that Lloyd you have has, to qualify it. Yeah, well, because I mean, it's not like he's exactly you know Charlton Heston or something you know or no, one he's of the a character Chris's. actor. He's a character actor, but yet he is like starred in i i don't know i guess he's not exactly a movie star you're right he's a headline character actor but i guess but. you think of the trim that lloyd has pulled down over the years you've got the steam you've got that chick the she got that other klingon chick valeris or something some some shit who like he kills her in star trek christopher lloyd and um she, and he and and then you only find out as he's killing her that they're going out. <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, and then let's see. So and then Joan Cusack, Faker, <laughs> is the only. That's that. Those are his his great loves. You know, on screen, <laughs> some Klingon, <laughs> uh, fucking Joan Cusack, and the Steen. Ah, uh, Joan Cusack. You know, um, another. Another another classic of the '90s that I I don't know if I miss, but like um, another another movie, uh, Toys, right? Joan Joan Cusack oh classic. Um, movies disturbing, there's some, honestly. There's some honestly disturbing movies in that. Uh, I mean, you you know, I've been tempted to go and watch a a a, a Robin like a full a full round Robin. Oh, in, what Batman in, Forever? In retrospect, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna watch him use a mop to like clean. Holy rusted metal, Batman! What? Um, no, I meant uh, uh, Robin Williams. I, I oh. watch all, watch the full filmography. Like, yeah, what's a bisexual millennial man, <laughs> bicentennial man, <laughs> bisexual bird man? He's a robot that turns into an old Welsh woman as the years go on. Right, right, right. He gradually becomes the sort his sort of like fantasy career, like the fantasy sci-fi. You know, you got Bicentennial Man, you got Hook. Toys is sort of sci-fi and weird in in some regard. Um, He also makes an appearance in AI. He plays Doctor No, K N O W. Um, But yeah. He he had some funny little uh, uh, you know um, funny pieces he did I mean you know he was all over the map he had a bunch of movies he made though when he was younger too, mm-hmm. um, too Good Morning so. Vietnam 
great yeah movie. i mean classics like that like good morning vietnam which is actually one of my favorite films as you know yeah um aladdin aladdin he does he's in aladdin yeah yeah I mean, come on. We, uh, that is one of the great we, animated voice performances of all time. The genie and Aladdin. So they, so I think that they've, they're, they're, they're working their way through and ruining these films. I haven't actually seen all the new oh, don't let them ones. It. it doesn't ruin but it. Just not it. ruin them, but like, you know, make bad versions of them because um, I just. It's always bad I, versions of shit. That's like, you know what? I say, let them make whatever shit they want. Just like I'm like, don't, don't stop right, high school right, students right. from doing rent. It's, I mean, it sucks, okay, but it's okay, kind of funny. Everyone's having a good time. Disney the, should let them live. It's not it, for yeah. you and I to decide. I mean, I don't know. Your kids like it? No, no, no. Maya, Maya made me watch uh, Mulan, and it was, it was pretty, it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. I mean, was, the original Mulan really is bad. fucking dope. I love original Mulan. Yeah. The original it's my Mulan favorite of the, the new era, um, like, Disney movies, the like '90s to late '80s, the the Little Mermaid till up about at that point, run of Disney movies. That one's the best because it's got the most action, you know. Yeah, it does. It does have some good. And the musical numbers are good too. Think of instead a girl worth fighting for. It's a great tune. Yeah. Uh, You'll bring honor to us all. (laughs) I mean, it's very appropriative. I don't know what two fucking Jews wrote that, (laughs) you know, but uh, I don't know. Thought it was a good picture, but the new one—they're really leaning into the like she's she's a fucking killer. They leaned into her being like a superhero. They were like, "Oh yeah, she's like a superhero. She'll kill you, Hondro." That was not at all what it was like. No, it's not. Does she kill anyone? <laughs> not at all. They got her with all the no, swords, she, and she doesn't kill anyone. She she's got all the swords and shit. She's like shit with swords. She's yeah. like a fucking Edward Scissorhands and the sword and people and sword and sword shit. So hey, dude, Donny Osmond's. What are your sporting involved? things? Sporting. No, Donny Donny oh. Yen is involved. It's a super pro Chinese government kind of thing in some way. So Donny Yen is like poster child for the the Chinese oh, wow. government. He's he's super interesting guy. Super Hong Kong martial arts star who's also like a concert pianist and like poster boy for the. Oh yeah, you were talking about him the other day on the show, and I was like, wait, what? And then I realized, oh, he's the fucking I'm one with the force, dude from Yes Rogue One. He is, in other words. The best part of Rogue One. I also like the part where yes. Darth Vader just like rips off all those guys' balls, but uh, at the end. But performance-wise, that's the that's one of the best characters out of the whole Disney because oh, it yeah. expands the idea of of the Force that it's not just something that these fucking you know priest guys have. That you could be someone who's in touch with the Kyber crystals, who's in touch with the Force, but you don't necessarily follow this like whatever order <laughs> of. <laughs> guys who were like my schwartz is as big as yours <laughs> my schwartz is as big as yours. oh i see your schwartz is as big as mine um hey uh uh did you see oculus 2 are you gonna buy an oculus 2 what are you gonna do are you gonna buy that the oh Quest you know I th- no i don't know if i'm gonna do oculus i think i'm just gonna stay in the xbox ecosystem because now i pay the game pass it's like 15 dollars, right. and it's you know it's kind of just like the they have some big titles but then they have some fun title just like little titles too um, but now they're expanding it. So basically you can just kind of like pay to own the console as well. So instead, so basically you're just, you end up paying like, I think it's $35 or something and you get the new system and games. 
So basically, you could you just pay for Xbox as like a month monthly fee, and then eventually you own the machine, and by that time the cycle will be over. And then, if GameStop still exists, <laughs> they'll trade McDonald's Monopoly money for it for you, and ask you to pre-order things. So that's what I'll probably do if I if I stay with the gaming, I'll probably just get on one of those. The big decision is: do I go with the HD or like the the bigger the better version? Or they have like the slim version. They have like the diet of the Series X. The yeah, they have like the series. diet junior junior version of it. And I feel right. like if I just go with that just to save the ten dollars a month, like I'll regret it. Like I'll feel like oh, there's some there'll be some shit that doesn't run on it, and I'll be pissed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I so a couple things about this. I think that um, subscription model is fine. Whatever, probably makes sense. Um, the, 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 well, you I, own the, the machine quest, at the end of the day. So yeah, the quest two looks pretty fucking sick. It's only yeah. 300 bucks. Um, and it's, it looks like they really have dialed it up and that it looks really good. Um, I know that it's not going to support the same kind of, uh, like, uh, you know, game game stuff as far as it's not going to be like Xbox where you have so many games, but I don't think Microsoft is actually going to be putting out like a, a helmet anytime soon do you think they're going to have a helmet for this series x they're going to actually put out i mean here's the thing hondro i'm not expecting my quite yet my home to be like a virtual reality thing like there was a time when consoles when arcades was like where you went to play yeah. video games and eventually it came home and i feel sort of at the phase where like i know that it's going to be good in my house but at this point i feel like that's still kind of an arcade game and i think it'll change very quickly and perhaps you'll be able to convince me but like i got i i'm gonna get into vr like i'm not gonna be the old man who's like fuck vr i gotta stare you know just for everything i want to i want to walk around you know the like even even those assassin's creed games they're dumb games but i'd love to just walk around ancient egypt or ancient greece you know what i'm saying like obviously i want like vr but i'm like is the i don't know but what do you really do on oculus i feel like it's not quite set up for what it is i want to do but i'm ready to be talking have tons of i mean there's games that have been ported i don't know i haven't really played on one much i mean i guess that like the thing that i think the thing i've seen is just that the the resolution piece was a real barrier yeah and that seems to have been uh that seems to have been dialed in that the mm-hmm. the 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 resolution piece has been improved quite significantly to the extent that they really dialed it up so yeah. you know you can watch video and stuff and you know stuff will, will play i don't know you know i mean to me the console in it for a while has not been like a good value proposition because um as you're gonna find soon you know it's hard There's to not have enough time, time like that yeah and like well no, i'm gonna have face it, you know? the like, kid you got towards the munchkin. me i'm gonna face the kid towards me and then i'm gonna play it's not how it works it's not how it works yeah it is you'll get that for like a month or two but then they start moving. Yeah, they'll move around while I'm playing fucking video games. Yeah. And uh, I'll I'll hit him with the Nerf gun if he wanders too far. <laughs> Tag him. Hey. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, parenting. It's gonna be good. I'm not gonna let it fuck with my shit too much. Come on, I'm fundamentally a selfish person. <laughs> There's no way that this kid's gonna distract me too much from my own self. <laughs> uh. Uh, uh, I'd like to see you try. I'd like to see you try. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like he's got a lot of competition competing for my attention, specifically me. <laughs> I'm just Josh, and I'm sure I'll be 
totally acceptable father. You ready for a trivial, buddy? Now that you're good and chiefed, do you want a do you want a uh, historical, a sporting, or a popular? A, sh- a sporting. Sporting. Okay. New England's Patriot tight end Aaron Hernandez was sentenced to life in prison without parole for the murder of Odin Lloyd. Even though he was sentenced for life without parole, he only served two years of his lengthy sentence. Why is this? Sad story. Yeah. Did, did not survive that sentence. I'm sorry to say. Well, maybe not sorry to say, but like, that's why he made it out early. He fucking killed himself. Yeah. Yeah, he died. He died by his own hand. He hung himself, I believe, in his own cell. Yep. That was a fun one. Sports. That's, that's why I was like, sad <laughs> story. I'm like, actually, I, we should have just said that he died of CTE. You know what? That guy fucking had CTE, had massive CTE, and he mm. just like his his brain had been joshed around in his head so many times that he had Jamba brain, <laughs> and that was basically what killed him. Because I don't oh, think he man. Was, he actually made decisions at that point. He just had some, he he was like, nope, it's all orange dream machine up here, <laughs> nothing left. Oh man, well you got it. One out of one. Should, do you want to move on to a, other topics or do you want another, you want another trivial? Do I want another trivial? Ooh, tough choices, Lee. Okay. Hit me. All right. Let's do uh, let's do historical. Where does the term hooker come from? I think I've heard this before, but I can't <laughs> remember it actually. It's, it's hell of dumb. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. Take a guess. Take a guess. Um, um, Fisherman. Oh, seaman. Seaman. A a seaman was hooking (laughs) and invented the term hooker. False. Uh, But good try. I'll give you a half a point for that. Uh, Actually, (laughs) civil seaman. (laughs) seaman. Uh, Civil War General Joseph Hooker. Civil War General Joseph Hooker. He used to roll like with prostitutes for his men. I think he was Union. See, this is why we won the war. Guys like guys like Joseph Hooker, General Hooker. I now just imagine that it's Shatner too. General Hooker. I got you some wars. Yeah, Hooker. Hooker. No, it'd be like it'd be like it'd be like the boss, you know. Like every time he comes through, they just go <laughs> like Springsteen. Yeah, exactly. I bet I bet Hooker was like 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 Springsteen. He's totally like, Springsteen. listen, tramps like us, baby, we were born to run, and like and and <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's great great grandfather Jebediah Springfield was like, hmm, tramps like us, we were born to run. I'm gonna write that down, and someday. My protege, <laughs> progeny will turn this into a song that captures the soul of baby boomer New Jersey. All right, yeah. So Civil War General Joseph Hooker used to like go out into the field with uh, prostitutes for his men. And you know, I just imagine guys out there just like humming battle hymn of the republic while people are getting their legs sawed off and shit. And then like 
hooker rolls in and he's he's got his hookers hey man look it's hooker and the hookers so anyway all right well let's just go for the we'll go for the we'll go for the uh, triple crown here so uh you are batting 500 so we'll go into popular see how we round this out popular (laughs) oh man now i wish it was a I was, uh, it was uh, a Musical wicked. <clears throat> Frozen is you just are. a white version of this play. White wicked. Uh, that's not a question. No, I'm just saying that. So anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, whenever someone mentions uh, uh, whatever that's called, wicked. Let, it, like let it go. Quill, quill, wheaten, wicked. Quill, wicked. Quill, quill, wheaten, ever be on... <laughs> Wicked. It's, it's, it's. That is like such a vocal warm up. Will, 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 the entire cast of the Harry Potter film has publicly come out against author J.K. Rowling over her like turf transphobic comments, except for one person. And you can either if you, you can guess the character or the actor, I don't really care. But who is the one Harry Potter, one employee of Hogwarts who's like, no, I support her transphobic comments. Uh, who would you least want it to be? Who would it be most disconcerting for to be the one where you're like, oh no. Uh. Um who who would you really care, I guess? Um I don't know who I care. I have like no emotional attachment. I guess like Me amongst neither. the the cast, I would just expect it would be, you know, it's like it'd be funny. I guess it would be like you you might expect it would be somebody that was like a character that you didn't like. Mm. Um, but if it was a character you it's a pretty likable like, character. I'll give you a hint. They were in a they were they were in a James Bond Hermione. Movie. They were actually um, in two oh. let me give you the hint first. They were in two James Bond movies. This person was in two James Bond movies. Character Oh. Oh, uh, I mean, the character, uh, the actor, Alan, Mr. Mr. Rickman. No, no, um, he was he was never in a Bond picture. Who Bond was movie. in? Who was in only two Bond pictures that would have been alive at that time? I'll I'll give you a hint. Uh, cool out, James. <laughs> cool out, James. No, chill out, James. Oh, this is. This isn't going to work. I don't know. I okay. Thinking. It's Robbie Coltrane, Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid. Hagrid. Oh, Hagrid. Hagrid. Oh, I don't even really, can't even remember the actor who played Hagrid. Like, I can't even remember what he looks like. It's a great performance because he doesn't look like Boris. Not Boris. What's his name? Um, who's that fucking guy in James Bond? He's in, he's in Goldeneye and the world is not enough. Zukovsky. Valentin Zukovsky. Oh. And he's the one who has like the strip club and then he has like the oil place. Yeah. 
Anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Robbie Coltrane. You me with Boris, because with Boris, you were, you know, I was I'm invincible. Of, I'm invincible. Yeah. That was that was good. That that is the only game, or I'm sorry, only movie in which the video game is better than the movie. Because whenever I watch yeah. the movie, I'm like, eh, this is all right. Every I love everything about the movie except the music. The music is like, like just fucking lame. It's totally synthy and and horrible. Um. But it, it, the music works perfectly for a video game. And that's what people forget is like the music from the movie GoldenEye is not that different than from the video game. And it's really weird because it's not like the video game came oh, up first or anything. But you don't think it's better? I think that the, um, I think that the, uh, the like, um, the GoldenEye soundtrack is good. Like, I mean, yeah, I well, like I like the, the song. Soundtrack. Well, I mean, the game. I mean, like the Goldeneye game. I like. I liked the soundtrack. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it, it was good. Like it. It was it sick. That, yeah. That that whole beat, you know, and like it just. I don't know. Like the whole. It just, mm-hmm. like every time it got killed, and every time you, uh, it, it, it was solid. It really. So I, and I actually like the music on its own because I actually use. I have a James Bond mix that I use for jogging. And that's the first song is the GoldenEye Overture by Eric Serra from GoldenEye. So while I'm like, I hate this song music in the movie, and uh, but I love it in the video game. And I also like love jogging up to the stairs to like the Cynthia, like ding, 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 ding. It's fucking sick. But yeah. So Tina Turner does the GoldenEye through smoke and mirror. If I had you, I wouldn't let you out. <laughs> and so you pick these lyrics. You'll never know how I watched you from the shadows as a child. And it's funny to think, it's funny when you just think, oh, that's Tina Turner saying this. But then you realize it's actually Bono in The Edge from U2 who <laughs> wrote this song. So Bono, it's Bono being like, you never know, Roger Moore, how I watched you from the shadows as a child. <laughs> oh, that's so creepy. <laughs> you never know how it feels to be so close and yet be denied. Um, excuse me, buddy. I got to take a brief. Uh, we have to take a moment for sponsorship. Can you uh, please uh, cut to the sponsors? Yes. Tonight's episode brought to you by Cancer American Cigarettes from Canada, the Mexico of the North. Are you looking for that smooth pull that I don't care what my boss or my girlfriend has to say about what I smoke pull? Well, then you're looking for Cancer. Cancer are really the best types of cigarettes for you, the handsome gentleman, either on the go or spending time in your parlor, living room, or even bedroom. Try lighting up a Cancer Ultralight. This is truly the cigarette for you. <laughs> and we're back. You just, you just miss a, a good read from Cancer Ultralight cigarettes. Uh, no, I heard most of it. I tried to oh, make okay. Maya listen to it, and she was not amused. <laughs> not amusing okay all right actually i guess uh i guess i gotta go all right well it was a brief but beautiful episode i think we covered a lot of things you yeah, um you got one out of three trivials correct tonight but we'll let know, it slide it's pretty bad and, and we'll, we'll have you back next time here on evening okay, handsome thanks all right buddy you have fun <laughs>